0: Well, hello. I'm back with the final podcast episode for season 4. Okay, and um wow. <laughs> I can't believe I already have like 4 seasons. Um just like a brief little announcement is that after season 7 of this podcast, I'll be done making podcast episodes. This was really just something that was very therapeutic for me. And, you know, I've been told so many times that when I say certain things, it helps people. And this was just a way, a tool, an avenue for me to use so that I can help people, so that I can get people thinking about other thoughts. You know, I love listening to commentary I love watching documentaries. I love reading books. I just have a hunger and a thirst for knowledge. And even when things that don't really align with what I truly believe in, it's like I love to hear other people's point of view. So, you know, if you've been riding with me, just with me, you know, more things are in the works. You know, I'm just so excited every time, you know, one year is winding down and the other year is coming. You know, I'm just always hopeful regardless what happens in this world, like, There's still hope, there's still faith, there's still joy, there's still love. And that's all I want for all of my beautiful listeners listening in and tuning in. So please just stay tuned for the rest of this podcast episode. It's going to be an enlightening one, a juicy one, maybe even an emotional one. So stay tuned after this brief ad. Okay, my lovely, beautiful people. I am back with the rest of my podcast episode, so today we are going to talk about the new trailer for The Little Mermaid. We finally got a date, you know, it's been in the works. We've known for a while now that, um, oh my gosh, I'm literally having like the worst brain fart. Okay. Okay. Halle Bailey, which is Chloe Bailey's sister, she, we knew for a while now that she was going to play, um, Little Mermaid in the live adaptation, because you know, for whatever reason, you know, Disney and just movies in general are just doing live adaptations of so many movies that really, honestly, should stay cartoons, but... You know, I really want to make this podcast because it really is just so funny to me how you just highlight people's prejudice when you do things that are against what they wanted. Imagine like all the disdain that happened when Brandy played Cinderella. But I just love how now a lot of these shows are just saying, I don't care. Like, you know, we have shows like House of Dragon making one of the characters, you know, all the characters are really supposed to be white but they made one of a very prominent, significant character. He has dreads, he's dark skinned, he still has a silver hair, so he's still part of the House of Dragon. You're seeing a lot more, you know, black individuals in these sci fi fantasy-based, you know, shows these days. And I'm just here for it. I stand, I'm here for it. I love to see it for a long time. We've always been the background when it came to shows like this. And most of the time you'd see representation was in like thug movies, you know, like, I mean, I, I'm so sick of seeing us in baby boy and shows that are like, that I'm not saying that those shows are bad. However, you know, it's just like, we've been in a monolith for so long when it came to shows that we've always just been in that one setting and it was always just drama and single moms and like you know a whole bunch of stress and struggle love and you know i'm kind of really happy to see that as something as big as the movie like like a like a movie like little mermaid let me just say little mermaid is one of my favorite disney movies i remember when i used to watch it on a vhs tape and yes i'm showing my age when i say that but i remember when i used to be in my living room pretending i had a mermaid tail because i wanted to be the little mermaid now granted i'm older now i realize that these fairy tales got a little toxicity in them but still like my childhood self wanted to be a mermaid but because you know i always associated fantasy and prince charming only coming for white women you know you never see black women being the focal point and the standard of their beauty, you know, for the prince. You know, it's always other people, non-black women, who are getting majority of the love and affection. And I think the only other one we had was Princess and the Frog, but she was a frog, like, for pretty much the whole entire movie. Like, she was a human in the very beginning, and then she was a human at the very end, but for the huge chunk, Of that movie, she was a frog. So it was like, we couldn't even really get a chance to really love that story. You know, it was a whole bunch of like voodoo and I'm not knocking voodoo. I know that is a religion for some people, but it was just like, okay. Whereas all the other ones, you know, the girls got to be dainty. They got to be really feminine. They got to be really docile. And Ariel is a character, like they can't just switch and make her an independent woman like they did Princess and the Frog. Um, they made her like you know fit that trope, fit that monolith, and I'm just so happy to see that. Although you know she's light skin or brown skin or whatever you want to call it, she's still a black woman with kinky hair, you know, dreads, you know, black features. I just love to see how Disney say, I don't care what y'all saying, yes, and she has the vocals to play such a phenomenal role, which is like. Uh, solely most of it is singing. So I'm just glad that her voice sounds so angelic and I'm just so happy. And it honestly makes me so emotional. I was just watching a whole bunch of reactions of young girls watching this trailer and they were just so happy and excited to see someone that looked like them as a princess, as this iconic princess. And it even did something for me. You know us being in these fantasy roles you know i think this definitely just a turn in the right direction i know we're gonna get so much hate so much flack and obviously the powers that be don't want to see this because that means that we're turning a tie like we're it's it's so much more significant than just someone playing a role in a show like representation matters so much you know and how black women have always been represented as being tough hard hard to deal with ghetto don't know how to be articulate I remember when I was growing up in school and younger and I was just like always outcasted because of the way I spoke you know my my voice didn't match how I looked to some so they felt like I should have had an accent they should that I should have speak um you know Ave you know which is um African vernacular you know what I'm saying like ebonics like with those broken english and it's like yes there's a time for that there's people who do do that and it's beautiful but not you know i just love the fact that they're saying that you know what black people are not a monolith we're not a monolith like we can be yes there's some that are strong there's some that are weak there are some that are feminine there's some that are masculine we there's some that are very nerdy that love anime that love to do gaming their stuff and i'm just glad that that's being shown now you know we're no longer just like the person who's the maid in the show just that little extra in the background while you know the women of non you know non-color who are non-black who get the shine most of the time now i'm seeing so much people and it's not just you know black women of color I've been seeing Asian women of color you know stepping out like kudos to Netflix I've been seeing Indian you know Indian American women or just Indian women in general getting shine those are also women of color who are non-black but they're also getting shine so it's not just us but I've been seeing how you know, as they get closer to just black women in general, I've seen so much hate and just so much angst, which is interesting to me because whenever I used to watch, like if you watch old school Egyptian movies, Where we all know by now that Egyptians were black, Egyptians were dark skinned, and it was so many white people depicting actual things that happened in history and you know, whitewashing it obviously. And you had what Diana I forgot her name, but um, she was like a a famous actress. I'm trying to remember, she had like this like um, really great perfume, um, forgot her name, but she used to be a really well-known singer, she played Cleopatra, and she was super pale, I mean she was gorgeous, don't get me wrong, but Cleopatra was clearly a black woman, and we've had white people play pharaohs, like, we've had so many, like, even in the past, they used to do blackface, like, all this stuff that they've been known to do it in the one time they make a black woman play a fictitious character mermaids are not real you know what i mean as far as we know wink wink but even if they were real they wouldn't have a race you know what i'm saying they would be a fish you know so it's just like none of this is real we don't have singing fish we don't have singing crabs we don't have singing octopus ladies witches okay so it's just like the one time they make and they deviate from the narrative and make a black woman a fictitious character everybody is just up in arms but guess what? I will be up in that theater, singing every song, crying my eyeballs out, y'all don't judge me, okay? And I hope, especially all of my beautiful Black queens, we support Halle Bailey in her role of being the next Ariel. Representation is so important and we are going to show out, ladies, okay? Like, Let me know, okay? We're going to show out, we're going to look cute. Okay, and we are going to go to that movie and support our good sis. Because I love the direction that Disney did with this. And yes, do I feel like it's like, here, here you go. You said we don't have a position. Yes. However, we going to take it. <laughs> we're going to take it. And we're going to run with it. Okay, because I like it. I love to see it. And it's one of my favorite Disney one of my favorite Disney movies besides Pocahontas so yeah and I just wanted to like talk a little bit before I close this podcast episode is that there's a difference you know what I'm saying like for example if they made a black woman play Pocahontas okay I would have an issue with that because when it comes to Pocahontas yes, one of the Disney movies but it's also based off of a real situation okay of the pilgrims coming to America, finding the Indians, that story is actually like a romanticized version of what colonizers did to America, right? And how one of them ended up falling in love with a Native American here or Indigenous, Native Indigenous person here in America. So if they up and decided they was going to make Pocahontas black, I would have a huge issue with that because that would be the erasure of indigenous people, right? And who wants to erase that? You know, they already did so much to erase their, you know, information and their history. So I would have a huge problem with that. But on the other hand, with Ariel, you know, the little mermaid, that is not real. I mean, it could have been based off of, a, you know, a situation that may have been real. But all this stuff about how, like, mermaids are indigenous, and if you think about how water, heats All that salt water does to skin, it doesn't make you pale. It makes you tan. That's why a lot of women go to the beach. They tan themselves. So it's just all based off of stupidness. And I just hope you guys support my good sis. And yeah, that is all, my beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in and rocking with me this long. As always, peace, love, and light, y'all. Peace, love, and light.